When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, Steeler Nation. You are listening to 15 Minutes with Matt. Happy, happy Thursday, everybody. Hope you're having a lovely week so far. I know I am. Hope everything is treating y'all well wherever you guys are listening from. Thank you so much for being here. I'm Mackenzie Miller from SteelerNation.com. And you know what I love? I love when Steeler Nation has more of a reason to hate the Baltimore Ravens. We all know that our rivalry in the AFC North is huge. It is a rivalry that we have had for a very long time. And let me tell you, we just gonna keep hating and hating on the Ravens until we just take them down for good. We don't gotta worry about them no more, right? Right? Well, here's another reason to hate the Ravens. Apparently... They kind of screwed over one of our own, which resulted in the Pittsburgh Steelers drafting him. Do you guys know who I'm talking about? Well, I'll give you a hint. He didn't get to play a game last season. Yeah, you guys guessed right. It's Calvin Austin III. Why does Calvin Austin III despise the Ravens? Well, I love it, first of all, because... We despise the Ravens, so having it become personal makes it even better. So let's see why. Let's take it back to the 2022 NFL draft from Calvin Austin's point of view. So going into the draft, the Baltimore Ravens had made it known that they wanted Calvin Austin III. However, fast forward to the 130th pick that the Ravens have, and they still have not drafted Calvin Austin. So the 130th pick comes along. They draft a punter. So the next pick the Ravens have is 139. Assuming Calvin Austin is still available, the Ravens were going to choose him. But then... Just then, Mike Tomlin and gang ended up taking their next pick away from them so he could come to Pittsburgh. Yes, at 138, Mike Tomlin and the gang, they did pick up Calvin Austin III. And it made Calvin Austin III a little salty in regards to the Ravens, saying that they wanted this guy the whole time, right? And then you're going to wait till 139 to pick him? Hmm. Now, I definitely wouldn't feel happy if I was Calvin Austin III. Um, it is just a little shady, um, interesting in my mind as to why they did what they did. So Calvin Austin had an interview with Brian Batco 
on the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette talking about this decision that the Ravens made to pass up on him. Austin said, man, I'd be lying if I said I hadn't been thinking about that. It's wild. It's one of those things where you know, obviously, I'm blessed and I'm just so 100% glad that I came here. I'd be lying if I said that hasn't been on my mind since the draft, since that came out. End quote. So, Calvin Austin is talking about when the Ravens wanted to take him, news came out. But they prioritized a punter over Calvin Austin. Which is a little insane to me, um, knowing this talent this very, very, very talented man that we now have on our squad. Um, Calvin Austin felt duped. And now he's saying it's personal. Saying, quote, But that will all be settled out, Lord willing, this year and the times we see them. I just have circled it. Crazy. A punter. Huh? Wow. Calvin Austin is salty, but I love it because it's even more of a reason to hate on the Baltimore Ravens. It seems that Calvin Austin doesn't need anything else to get him motivated for next season because from being out last year with an injury to knowing what we now know about our AFC North rival, it is juicy. I love it. It's going to be good things next season from Calvin Austin. When football players leave the NFL, I'm sure there is plenty of things that they may have wished they had done, maybe to put them in better shape, maybe things they could have done to prepare them better for the game, practicing, maybe attitude towards teammates, a plethora of things that could be reminiscent on once you leave the NFL. Because a lot of these guys don't realize how good they have it until they leave the NFL. Two former Pittsburgh Steelers are talking about that. They're talking about things they may regret, maybe things they wish they could have done better, but also at the same time, there are also things they don't regret. These two guys are Arthur Motes and Terrence Garvin. Both linebackers in Pittsburgh, now on Arthur Motes' podcast, Garvin is a frequent guest. And they were talking the other day on the Arthur Motes experience about something more serious than other topics that they usually talk about. It was kind of reminiscing on their time in the NFL, seeing if they had any regrets, if there's anything they may again could have done better so let's dive right into it both garvin and moats are saying that hindsight is always 2020 you have to live with no regrets and why are they saying that they need to leave with no regrets well they're saying that if you're a player If you blow your own candles out, rather than a coach telling you you're done or you getting injured, you're leaving the field not regarding a thing because you know your time is done. When you're done, you're done and you know. Both of these guys had that same experience 
and they're reflecting on how grateful they were because a lot of guys don't have it like that, right? A lot of guys are injured year after year after year and then they'll get cut. And then it's like, man, like that's when the regrets start coming, maybe. Um, It's interesting because both of these guys are saying that there's always something that you wish you did harder or better. And now that Garvin is coaching, he's saying that he's instilling that into his guys, that he's coaching to make sure you're going as hard as possible, train as hard as you can, and drink plenty of water. And he is also saying that he wishes that he had listened to those who told him to stretch more. I love that. One thing right there, stretch more. That's hilarious. Uh, Arthur Modes is also saying that there were coaches that told him he has no idea what he has. Meaning a lot of players that come in the NFL seemingly take advantage of a lot of things. Whether it be the money, the fame, their the media boosting their ego. It's always something sometimes you see not the best side of guys, right? And it doesn't really bode well when you're out there spending all your money on random things that you don't need. And that's what Moats and Garvin are talking about. Moats was talking about how he was struggling dealing with his rental properties, trying to set down roots for himself. But it was really hard because he was there doing it alone. And when he would go into the locker room as a rookie, he would talk to the vets. And the vets were getting a little worried that their job was going to get taken away. So jealousy comes along and it, it seems nearly impossible to have anybody on your side. Everybody's in the same boat, but it's how you take that boat and sail it, right? A lot of guys are handed these opportunities and they'll waste a lot of their money that they're supposed to be saving, apparently, 50 years down the road. That is what their money is supposed to be saving them for. But we don't see that happen. We see a lot of guys blow through their money. And that is one thing that Moats and Garvin are warning that these guys don't know how great they have until they're gone. Garvin mentions that he recalls seeing players like Roosevelt Knicks getting cut and then getting another chance. They were saying that he could see the changes in his perspective, right? How he became hungrier. He wanted it more because he realized that the opportunity was about to be taken from him, potentially. So there's a lot of reflection that these guys go through in how they possibly could have made their days better in the NFL. But at the end of the day, Moats and Garvin are really encouraging guys to really watch what they do. Make sure they're smart. Make sure they're not coming into the NFL thinking that this money is going to last forever because surely it doesn't. Not if you're spending it and misspending it. It's one thing to have money and save it and knowing you're earning that money and doing it well, but it's one thing to earn money and then just go waste it on something, right? It's not a good look. 
and it just says a lot about the personality of the player itself. If they're not able to manage their money, how are they able to manage themselves on the field? All in all. That's just my question. That is just Mackenzie's question to herself. Because it seems like everything goes hand in hand in life. You are ultimately controlling your own destiny. So what do you guys think? Do you guys think that Moats and Garvin are saying the right thing and giving good advice to fellow NFL players? I do. I really appreciate what they're saying. I think it's a great message to be said and get out there. So that is going to be it for me this morning, you guys. Thanks so much for joining me. I will see you guys tomorrow. You can catch me and the over 400,000 Steelers fans nationwide by following us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube at Steeler Nation. Bye, y'all.